What's up, nerds? Welcome to the podcast where everyone knows your name. Cheers to you. Cheers to you. I'm Josh. And I'm Tyler, and this is 30 and Nerdy. And for the record, I just want to point out one more time, I am 29. All right. You can... It's been a while, I just wanted to remind I, I, you. I, okay, uh, that's fine. Um, so, nerds, we're back with episode 6. We're very, we're having a lot of fun. We're very excited. Thank you all for all the subscriptions and the likes and the shares and the comments and the suggestions and the questions and just thank you because without nerds like you, we wouldn't be here. What he said. Exactly. So, Brother Davis, how are you, man? I'm good, man. You know, I, I was just thinking today, I got a lot of great things going on in my life, mm-hmm. like some cool career opportunities presented themselves mm. recently and I took them mm-hmm. so I'm kind of making a change in my career um I'm excited about that um we just got this new little puppy little jack and I've been waiting for a long time for a dog and I got one and right now it's like <laughs> almost like a newborn except maybe worse no, probably not worse, but close because this little guy is a mess. But I'm so happy that we finally have a dog and he gets to grow up with Emma and everything. And I'm doing this cool podcast with yes. my best friend in the world. Yes, 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 yes. And you know, I just don't think I could be doing this with anybody else. Well, I agree, man. And you know what? I just wanted to also let you know that I thought I should say something nice and sentimental. Uh-huh. Before I destroy you in <laughs> nerd court. <laughs> just like that, the moment is gone. Oh, I got you so good. Such a heel move. Gosh. Hey, I own it sometimes. So, what are we, <laughs> what are we doing now? <laughs> uh, well, I'm not going to say what we're doing because you always have to play a sound effect. <laughs> After certain words are dropped, so I'm going to save it. But uh, just asking how you are. I mean, you know, what have you been up to since we last casted? Oh, uh, in all honesty, like, the beginning of my little (laughs) spiel there was true. Like, uh, new career things are happening, and the dog is crazy, and the podcast is a lot of fun. And that's that's really it. Summer's here, man, so I'm just... doing as little as possible absolutely so how about you what's going on uh well not a whole lot work uh got to see some good local talent dance the past yeah right uh weekend and uh there's a local uh dance studio called dance elite and a lot of the kids that we know from doing theater here in town and everything Mm -hmm. like they were in the featured in the dance recital yes and, you know, I don't know a lot about dance. I'm probably the worst dancer on the planet. But I can sure appreciate it. And they had a great show, so good job. It was a great show. It was. Guys um, and gals. Yeah. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. And uh, it's just been a lot of pool time yeah. over the weekend. Uh, swimming as much as possible. 
uh, soaking in the rays as much as possible. And I have to take it easy because the sun does not like me. Mm. And uh, I get burnt very easily, so just taking it taking it easy. And uh older brother brought his family down again, and we spent a couple hours with them swimming and fixing lunch and all that fun stuff. So, uh, But we're back with episode six. And uh, from what I hear is when the ultimate Disney Plus streaming service comes out, there's some fans of the podcast who want us to do like a Stream Wars 2 and maybe talk more about Disney Plus and talk about some of the other ones. Like I actually had one person at work said that they they're a huge anime fan and they felt offended that we didn't mention the whole Crunchyroll anime streaming service. Oh, sorry. And I was like, oh, sorry. Uh only thing I ever did was Dragon Ball Z when it came to anime, so... Um, but maybe we'll mention it in Stream Wars 2. I will be sure to mention it. I will make sure that I learn about it. Yes. And I will let you know some stuff about it that maybe you didn't know. So, and and with it being, with us doing that episode when Disney Plus comes out, comes out, it'll be like Stream Wars 2, The Empire Strikes Back. Oh. Right? Oh, you took boo. the first shot, brother. Boo. That was awful. Well, we'll get it's to that. It's not even a comparison. We'll get Stop. to that later. Stop. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> so, anyway, seriously, on this edition, we are going to talk about all kinds of fun stuff. I'm really mm-hmm. excited. So, we're going to introduce a new segment to the show called, What Are You Watching? And that's exactly what it is. We're, we're going to tell you something we've been watching this week. Uh, we're going to try to find something new that we yes. haven't seen before. Yes. Uh, if we can. <laughs> that didn't work out all that great for me this week, but we'll get to that. So we'll let you know something cool that you uh, might want to check out. Absolutely. And we're also going to dive into a lot of the nerd news happening a lot around the culture. And brother, is there a lot. So much. Like, the 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 list for the news is the longest list we've ever had. Yeah, and it is short span on the show here, but still a huge, huge and, and, and I even deleted some things that I yeah. thought, eh, we can talk about that some of the time. Yeah. So lots of news this week. And I'm telling you, it's it just goes to to hit the point on the head again that it's great to be a nerd right now. There's so much going on. Exciting. And that's right. It's the first ever edition of Nerd Court. Yes. And, uh, you know, apparently you're going to bring your A-game. I'm going to do my best. Uh, yeah. I but think you uh, really I, did your homework. I did. Seems. I did do my homework. I'm a little nervous. You should be. But I think that my love my love of Disney and the magic of the mouse will will help me win this, mm. this case in Nerd Court. Right? Right. Just another opportunity to control the buttons. And after that, we're going to uh, answer some questions that the uh, adoring nerds have asked us. The nerd nation. If the you nerd will. nation, if you will. We actually got quite a few this time, and uh, that's very exciting. Uh, thank you all for the questions, and we will definitely get to those. Bring it on. Yes. You've got Q's. We've got A's. I sure hope so, because otherwise, what are we doing here? And we got some good news this week. Well, we had some bad news last week, but yeah. pretty quickly got some, some, some good, news. good news about yes. the bad news, so take it away. Yeah, so Marble City Comic Con was postponed 
Uh, however, they have got their new dates, and that is November 16th and 17th. Now, there will be more details following uh, this podcast after we uh, get with them and uh, talk about, you know, does the location change? Is it still location? All those details, you can go like their Facebook page, Marble City Comic Con, and uh, get all the info there, and we will also be sharing it as well. Of course, yeah. And um, I assume the, the guests will be different as well now too, right? Yeah, due to scheduling, I think that they'll have some additions. So that's exciting. Like, to, yeah. It's a shame we didn't get to see the people who were coming. Yeah, I was, I was excited to see James Storm. But, yeah, me too. Um, I was really excited about Hornswoggle. I loved him. Oh, yeah. I mean, remember I was when he was, remember when he was with DX? Yeah, I do we saw them that. in Knoxville. We did see yeah, him. On Raw. Do you remember when they took him to Little People Court? No, I don't remember that. Took him under the under the ring. And oh him, yeah, yeah, dumbest. that was stupid. Okay, but we can talk about the stupidity that WWE does. <laughs> yeah, on a completely different episode. Yeah, that's true. Well, but, on that note, I think uh, we better take a quick break. Yes, I think Jack probably needs to go outside. Yes, and uh, we'll uh, hear from from our sponsor. Yeah. So we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. So, uh, JD, I noticed you got a uh, cool shirt there. Yeah, you like this? Uh, it's, I'm pretty proud of it. Thanks. Uh, kind of cool sitting here across the room from you and seeing that 30 and nerdy logo on your shirt. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Where'd you get it? Oh, funny you should ask, Tyler. I got I got this shirt from Advertising Expressions. Would that happen to be the Advertising Expressions in Morristown? <laughs> the very same! Wow, I know that place. Tell me tell me what else that they do there. What um, else can I get from advertising expressions? I'll be happy. I mean, we could sit here all day talking about everything they do. Right. But uh, I'll give you just a small list. They do pins, t-shirts, hoodies, bags, cups, buttons, lanyards, fidget spinners, pop sockets, and so much more. And you can get anything customized. Any of those items and thousands of other items customized with whatever you want. For a church, a business, a retreat, anything like that. And you can reach them at 423-586-3270. Or you can go to www.advertising-expressions.com. They are located at 2103 Morningside Drive, right here in Morristown, Tennessee. His name's Zach. He's a fantastic guy. Tell him 30 and Nerdy sent you and he will get you taken care of. And we're back. Yep, we're back. And we are about to start a brand new segment. That's right. I'm so excited. And it's called... What you watching? Hey, so uh, what are you watching over there, Tyler? Well, I, uh, since I downloaded the and subscribed to the DC Universe right, that right. we touched on last week for the streaming service, I started Titans and finished it pretty quickly. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And I, I was... A little, maybe when I saw like trailers and stuff, I, I, I will admit I was a little harsh on some of the look of it and the casting. Uh, however, it worked. It was really good. It's gritty. It's um, it's definitely not for uh, children. Oh, it's not. Interesting. It's not this stupid little. What's that movie you you begging me to watch? The kids Titans. What's it called? Oh, the Teen Titans go to the movies? Yes, that's stupid Dude, stuff. Dude, you don't even know. You're judging it before you've even seen it. I saw it's the hilarious. show. I tried to watch the show. Teen well, Titans go or whatever. This isn't the show. It's the movie. No, they make all kinds of Marvel jokes. Like insulting Marvel? No. 
But, like, they flat out say the Guardians of the Galaxy, Marvel movies, and stuff like that. <laughs> Lots of stuff. Like, Well, you know, yeah. I mean... You would like it, you just won't give it a chance. Other than that cartoon, you know, there's those pretty cool animated Titans movies they made. And seeing some of the casting, like, you always knew that Starfire was a specific um, look. But they, uh, they, they changed up the look and her backstory a little bit mm. and I was very critical of it at first but she's she's good I yeah. like her um this see the graph of the CG is a little cheap looking sometimes but you know it's no they're just starting out they they're are just, just starting out. out but I love the stories um I, the guy playing Robin is really good good uh, Raven is fantastic good um they is even, she all like dark and emo like in the cartoon <sighs> not as much um, not as like on the nose, just like little uh, hints yeah. of it though. There are hints um, okay. in her attire that she wears. Her she's somber yeah. a lot of times. Um, they even have about three or f- three or four episodes in. They have a crossover Doom Patrol, wow. which was the pilot for Doom Patrol. And originally, Beast Boy was with Doom Patrol, and they at the end of that episode, they're like, "You need to go with them." Oh. And so that's how he winds up with the Titans. Okay. Um, I'm definitely going to uh, recommend it. Uh, how many episodes did you say it was? Uh, there's ten. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, it's Like not an bad. hour or 45 yeah, about minutes? About 44, okay. 45 minutes. Oh, perfect. Yeah, and there's it's ten episodes. They have been approved for season two. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, uh, Jorah Mormon's Jorah Mormon Batman, is right? going to be Batman, yeah. Bruce Wayne. And they have already introduced... There's also episodes with like Hawk and Dover in it. And Wonder Girl's in it, right. and some other flashes to some DC villains and stuff like that. You see a, a shimmer of the Riddler in the background. Oh, nice. um, it's really cool. Uh, I definitely think you'd like it. Um, and Jason Todd shows up in it, and he's a, a B-list character in a couple cool. episodes. So uh, I think you'd like it. Yeah, but, I'm, I'm going to definitely watch it. I'm excited to see it. But what are you watching? Well, I kind of watched some stuff this week. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of mentioned last week that uh, The Flash is on Netflix now, and every summer I binge watch The Flash. I love The Flash. It's the only show out of the Arrowverse that I've actually followed, though. I yeah. hate to say it's not that I'm, you know, like oh I don't like him or whatever. I just Arrow for one. How many seasons are there? Seven. Eight. That's like it's like twenty two episodes each season. Mm-hmm. That's like oh. That's, well, that's a lot. some time, and that's why I'm. That's why I haven't watched you Supernatural. Didn't start. You didn't yeah. start. With I got Arrow. like three fourths of the way through the first season of Arrow, and it wasn't that I didn't like it necessarily. It just didn't really grab my attention in the same way mm-hmm. that that Arrow did. They're two totally different shows. Absolutely, though, to, be, to be fair though. So um, yeah, nothing against the rest of the Arrowverse. I will say I tried to watch the Legends show and I just I couldn't get into that one. It at all. was yeah, I would um, agree. It's it's rough, but um, so I love I love the Flash and I'd said oh yeah I'll definitely have the whole thing watched in like a week. Well I did not, but <laughs> I'm gonna have a puppy and a kid. I, yeah, but I'm more than halfway done with it okay. and um, followed it pretty well. I have I have questions. Okay. I have, well, I have comments and questions. Okay. Because you and I haven't talked about The Flash really at all. No, not yet. Because we kind of saved some of this stuff for these moments. Yeah. Uh, So, one, I think Cicada is sick, dude. He is an amazing In a good way. He's 
awesome. I love. He's an Sukuna. awesome villain, and he, it's yeah. American Pie actor, right? Uh, Kevin something. Yeah, right. Or was that his character name? I don't know. I just associate I, the name Kevin with him somehow. I can't remember. Uh, That's probably his nickname was Casanova. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, that dude, American Pie dude, uh, but he's great, and yeah. he. I really liked Savitar, but Cicada mm-hmm. is kind of closing up on him as maybe my favorite villain so far. Mm-hmm. I love him. Um, I've decided that I think Vibe Cisco is my favorite character on the show. Really, I love Cisco. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's the the humor, and the names, the villains. Can can I also just say spoiler alert? Spoiler alert. Say some things about the Flash if you're watching it, or if you haven't seen it and you intend to see it, maybe skip ahead a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So when he's talking about how he wants to cure himself so he can have a normal life, yeah, he doesn't want to like, No, anymore. we yeah. need vibe. There's a there's a possibility that he's leaving the show soon. Oh no, yeah. don't say that. Well, they can't have a whole lot left, can they? I don't this think five they can. seasons. Yeah, I mean five seasons, so, you know, you could I mean and oh, I would really miss him. We'll talk about when you finish. Okay. We'll, okay. We'll talk about okay. It. Um I also am really loving the Killer Frost stuff, but yes. I love Killer Frost. Yes. And like we've kind of said like way early on in the show a long time ago that I love those female characters like that that are kind of sultry and they're really strong and they're really mm-hmm. powerful and kind of just like, you know, like the Cersei's and Poison Ivy and, yeah. you know, and Killer Frost. I love her. And the the sharp contrast from Caitlyn. Oh, gosh, And I love yes. Caitlyn too. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm loving seeing both of them involved. Um, that's a lot of fun. I really miss Joe. He's not yeah. been around a lot this Jesse. season. Jesse Martin. Yeah. Uh, he's another favorite. Um, so I'm missing him. I'm hoping we'll see more of him. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's some other things. So like when we're in the climax of the episode and the flash is, you know, in the middle of fighting the bad guy or whatever, and Iris is back at Star Labs, and she's standing by the computers and the gadgets and all that stuff. She can obviously hear him. They have, like, you know, calm yeah. stuff or whatever. But there's not a video feed, right? She's not seeing anything. Like the, Barry's not wearing no, a camera. he's like not a, wearing a camera, but, like, his... Flash suit, cam. His uh, flash cam. <laughs> they should, though. Um, his suit gives off vitals. Like, if he gets hurt or something, she can see a spike on the screen. Oh. So, like, she'll be like, Barry, what's wrong? Well, there it's was... not a camera. I can't remember what the situation was, but I was... So, it was, like, to the point where we knew that everything was going to be okay, Flash had won or whatever, but he didn't say anything. Like, he didn't say, oh, Iris, I did it, or we won, or whatever. But right after we see, the audience sees that it happens, whatever mm-hmm. it was. I'm sorry, I can't remember what it was. Iris like reacted like, "Oh, I'm relieved." Like, how do you know? What are you, what are you watching? She was the way she was reacting. It seemed like she was seeing everything live as it was happening. Yeah. And nobody was talking. So I'm like, "Well, I know do know do that know? they hack into the um, CCTV a lot. Central City, T- like the cameras, oh, they're all over the city. Have they talked about that? Then? Um, okay. And they have like Cisco will always be like, "I'm going to triangulate these cameras. Maybe we can find them. No. Maybe they're constantly like." Luckily, around a camera every fight that well, happens. I kind of like the idea of flash cam. Though. Flash so cam is a... We'll just go with that. Yeah, we'll go with flash cam. Could you imagine watching flash cam, though, how fast he goes? You'd be like... <laughs> Have you ever... Do you follow anything. him on Instagram? 
Who? The Flash, the show. They do these little, um, before a new episode comes out, if you're following them, like, before that episode comes out, they'll do like a, last week's episode, in a flash. And it does this uh, speed, just, and then they'll do like a little line all over the place. Oh, that's cool. It's really, really cool. Nice. Um, so flash cam is kind of a thing on their Instagram. Uh, speaking of hacking, like Cisco hacking things, mm-hmm. have has it ever mentioned on the show how the the team Flash has access to like government military files on people and facial recognition and stuff? Like, did they grant them access to this stuff? Well, I think just being Star Labs in general, they they and the brains that they had, I think that you know they'll use like we'll triangulate the government satellite so or they're whatever. They're hacking into I, stuff. They are. That doesn't seem very heroic. It doesn't. Um, Team Flash. Maybe, maybe one of our adoring fans is one of the writers, or maybe it's Greg Berlanti. And he'll he'll tweet us and answer the question for us. But I can honestly say that I think, yeah, I think it's it's not a big enough crime to not call them heroes. But they've got to well, do no. what they've got to do. I'm mostly know? just kidding, but still. But yeah, I mean they're they're hacking I feel into like, servers and stuff. I feel like Barry would have some sort of morality issue with that. Like, oh, Cisco, this is wrong. We shouldn't yeah. do this, man. Yeah, I think that they are looking at it as a. You know, good outweighs the, yeah. the means. Or maybe they've covered it and I missed it. Because I only watch it, like, every summer when it comes out. That's true. I don't know. And I'd like to go back and... We need to go back and watch it. Yeah. From season one and see if we can catch some stuff. We'll add it to the list. <laughs> and I'm also watching, speaking of, like, streaming wars and stuff, mm-hmm. Netflix, there was, a, there was an original movie on there called The Rim of the World. It's like a sci-fi adventure type deal. And it's very much kind of borrowing like 80s adventure movies like the Goonies and you know Stand By Me and stuff like that. It's about a group of kids at a camp and then there's this alien invasion or something like that and they all group together and try to survive. I'm like halfway through it. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. I don't know. Everything's moving You've really kind of lost interest. Yeah, so I haven't finished it yet, but um if it turns out I to be I saw the trailer. Yeah. And and it you know, I saw the kids you know, running from stuff, and yeah. this claw popped up, and and I think some of the jokes are really forced. Like they're trying really way too hard, and yeah, I'm just I'm not loving it yet. But you know, I'm gonna finish it. Oh yeah, and if it turns out to be something spectacular, I'll come back and say, hey, everybody, make sure you watch that movie I talked about. Yeah, and I'll maybe be a lot more excited about it. But right now, I'm not really super impressed. Hmm. So. Anyway. Well, what's uh, after that? What do you think you'll uh, try next when you finish the Flash? And like, I think I'm definitely going to check out Doom Patrol and Krypton. I- I've got to check those out. Hmm. Well, since you're talking about, or since you've already talked about Titans, and I am going to watch Titans. I think I should talk about something else then. So I don't know. Maybe it'll be a surprise. Okay. So we'll let you know. I like it. I like it. Shall we move on to the news? To the nerd news. Um, so, uh, this first one, I'm going to let you take the lead on it. Stan Lee's Superhero Kindergarten. Yeah, so, Stan Lee's Superhero Kindergarten. It's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, it's, apparently, this animated series that uh, is coming out 
later this year, I believe. It's starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's uh. playing a character named Arnold Armstrong. <laughs> And he's like uh, this high school or middle school gym teacher or something like that. He's a gym teacher. Well, you know, he's probably a kindergarten gym teacher since the show is... It's called Stanley you know, Superhero Kindergarten. Maybe it's that. Uh, for some reason, he just looks like he'd be a high school gym teacher. Well, I, mean, I don't know. He also looks like he'd be a washed up actor. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, so... Arnold Armstrong uh, is a gym teacher, and some sort of cosmic event happens, and he gains these powers. And then years later, he's he's still a teacher, apparently. Weird. That's all I really know about it. But I, what's really interesting is that it's Stanley's last thing that he contributed to, and apparently. There's going to be a Stanley cameo in every single episode of the show. Wow. And I did not find out where this will be available to watch. I don't know. I think. Well, if it's at the end of the year, around maybe, oh, I don't know, November. It would make sense that it would be on the Disney Plus app. Exactly. Uh, But I can neither confirm nor deny that at this time. Yeah. So. Well, I'm I'm a little, you know, it's, it's something new. It's something. New for the Marvel Universe. It's it's probably something that all ages can watch. And it's probably going to be really good. Sure. Probably. Maybe it'll be Marvel's version of Teen Titans Go. <laughs> well, I'd be okay with that because I'm not a old curmudgeon like you. How's that? Give it a couple months. <laughs> That's right, because I'm not 30 yet. Yeah. So, so moving on. next on the list is... Uh, Brent Spiner returning as Data in Star Trek Picard. Now, if you are a avid movie watcher, the last time you saw Brent Spiner in anything is he actually made a triumphant return to his character in the Independence Day sequel. Yeah. And he's old and fat. Yeah, and that <laughs> movie was kind of blue, wasn't it? Uh, but, I thought. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, that's a big return. Yeah. I mean, after hearing that... Patrick Stewart, sorry, Sir Patrick Stewart right. is returning as Picard, and now Data's back. I mean, what's next? Is uh, Reading Rainbow guy going to come back too? <laughs> Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I I can honestly say that that's cool. I'm, yeah, I'm. But I'm, I'm not, not a Trekkie. Trekkie. <laughs> so, I'm not. I appreciate. And David Orton would be appalled that we would say that. I don't dislike Star Trek. Trekkie. I don't dislike it. I'm just. Yeah. Whatever, uh, it's yeah. fine. I appreciate it. You know, yeah, I appreciate it. I will definitely check out the Picard thing. Oh yeah, I will too. You know, because yeah. I did watch uh, Enterprise a little bit in the nineties. The Next uh, Generation. Next Generation. Yeah. yeah, is that the one with Picard? Yeah, yeah. I watched a little bit of that. Um, so now, who's David Horton really going to be upset with? Well, he's Ooh. he's definitely going to be upset with me. So, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of cool. Uh, moving on, a Green Arrow. Apparently, with Arrow ending on television, uh, and the huge success of it, WB is now very interested in bringing Ollie to the big screen. And I think that's very cool. Um, same actor? No. No? No, they'll recast. Um, same reason that Grant Gustin didn't play Flash in the films is, uh, again... If you want to, I'll do a whole DC, DC rant. DC can't stick to a good they thing. They can't stick to a good thing. 
and that they've got all these sep- these alternate universes going on literally within television and film like Black Lightning is on the CW is a DC film but not a part of the Arrowverse it's a movie I thought it was a TV show show sorry okay. it's a DC right. show on the same network but it has nothing to do with the Arrowverse no connection anything and then you've got a new Batman trilogy coming out that's not a part of the DC. And Gotham wasn't connected. Gotham anything. wasn't connected. Yeah. This new Joker movie is not connected. Man, it's so discombobulated right now. And there's a DC guy who you have heavily pissed off. <laughs> so, and like we joke about the whole I'm the Marvel guy and you're the DC guy and everything, but obviously we both like and appreciate them both. Yeah, both. And I want DC to do well. Absolutely. I want you know, and they. They've done, you know, a lot of the good Dark Knight trilogy was great. Yeah, but this whole new generation, the DC EU or whatever yeah. it's called, it's not no continuity. Really, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, and it's it's really terrible. And the CEOs and the the big wigs are to blame, really, because they got rid of Snyder, who had a vision for an entire universe, mm. and they got rid of him. And I, I just know the, I don't know the story about all that. Yeah, we'll we'll discuss that another time. But it'd be exciting to see Oliver Queen on the big screen. Yeah. Uh, speaking of bringing someone else from TV show to big screen, there is uh, possibly a Supergirl movie in the works. That, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 2020, 2021. Um, and not the same actress and as again, the show. Not right? the same actress as the show. Not Melissa Benoist, who's done well. Yeah. I think it's been pretty good. Moving right along to more female DC. Birds of Prey movie. Harley Quinn. Canary. Huntress. Possibly Batgirl. Okay. And it's going to introduce Ewan McGregor's Black Mask into the universe. Nice. Yes. I think he'll be fantastic as Sionis. And it'll be a great cast. And it'll be nice to see uh, some of those femme fatales that we love from the DC universe. That'll be good. Now, I saw... a. A semi poster for this, and and I added it into the news without telling you. But when I found out who was voicing her, I had to mention it. Harley Quinn show coming to the DC streaming service. Your girl, Kaylee Cuoco, Cuoco, uh huh, from Big Penny, yeah, Penny from The Big Bang Theory is voicing Harley Quinn. Right, and it will have Ivy in it, Batman, some other villains, and Alan Tudyk is voicing, voicing the Joker. Interesting. First time, too, right? Yes, he's first done time. everything he's, else. He's so. done everything else, but never played the Check Joker. one more off the list. Right? Um, so nice. that's kind of exciting, and it's going to be dark. Mm-hmm. Dark anime, and, and gritty, and bloody. Oh, and nice. So it's it's not a children's show. Good. <laughs> and uh, and she's voicing it. I'll be interesting, because her, her cohort on Big Bang Theory did not do a good job no. voicing Harley Quinn. Yeah, um, Melissa Ronch, uh, I think is her name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little blonde girl just did. It was not good. She played Bernadette. Yeah, glasses. Bernadette. Yeah, she wound up with Raj Howard. 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 I, I was. Your father would be disappointed. Too, he would. My you dad don't know the loves the show, thing. and I don't. I've seen like two episodes. One being the episode where Adam West is in the car with him arguing. Happy the best birthday, Batman. Sherman. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only episode I've watched all the way through. You're missing out. I, I know. really think you would like. I will go back and watch it. Um, well, I have all with of all them, the so. comic book stuff. I mean, I know I love it. Yeah, we're like drowning in entertainment right now. I There's know. so much stuff going on. 
It really is. Really, like now that Big Bang Theory's over, it's like you really got to watch it soon, or it'll be gone. Like, you know, forgotten. Nobody yeah. will care about it anymore. Yeah. Um. So the probably one of the bigger parts of this news is uh, the cyborg actor Ray Fisher not returning to the DC. Yeah, speaking of DC continuity. Right. So, I mean, is this a his lot choice of, or theirs? A lot of it is WB execs are trying to, in their words, um, wipe under the rug Snyder's universe. Oh. Uh, so do they want to just restart? So they, they cannot ignore the success of Godot and Momoa. So they're continuing their trilogies. No more Justice League. No more Cyborg. No more What's-His-Face is the Flash. Um... Redoing Batman, but these new Batman are not going to be part of the DCEU. It's going to be a younger Batman and a different universe. I'm guessing maybe this Batman universe with Pattinson will be maybe the universe that the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix is in. So you have three or four different universes going on. Ezra Miller is who you're thinking of. Ezra Miller, yeah. who He's gone. Um, Fisher's gone as Cyborg. Um, I'm guessing this probably slows down any I don't know about Cavill. Cavill oh, is rumored to be out. Totally yeah. out. So we we are now have a DC universe with having to redo Superman, add in Supergirl, add in Arrow, redoing Batman, no more Cyborg, no more Flash. And Maybe here they we should just do rebirth and just start all start over. Start all over. Yeah. End it all and start all over with the rebirth. Yeah. And so it really wasn't fully and solely his decision is WB is trying to wipe under the rug Snyder's universe that he was creating. And that just goes to show that um, the director does not really have any power in the long run. No. Speaking of DCEU, um, we did get confirmation this week, this past week, that Rob Pattinson is, in fact, going to be Batman. You know, I've been thinking about this a lot. I don't think you're being fair to old Rob Pattinson. I mean, I can't say that he ever would have been someone I would have thought of right away. Like, oh, Batman, Rob Pattinson. But I think he's kind of getting unfair treatment just because he's so associated to the Twilight stuff. And I understand that. It's very unfair. That's a totally different character. I know it's very unfair to associate one actor to a terrible franchise they were a part of. And I, I, you Twi fans or whatever you're called, I'm sure you wouldn't look at it as a terrible franchise. Well, no. But... It did really well. I mean, it did really well. And the books apparently are way better than the movies, but that's life. Okay. So... And I'm sure I'm being very unfair to him. But I said last week that I'm a Batman snob. And if I don't automatically just see it. Like, I didn't see it with Clooney. I didn't automatically see yeah. it with Kilmer as a kid. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't automatically see it with Batfleck. I just, I truly am a snob when it comes to the Cape Crusader. I talk a lot about how I get frustrated with, like, the internet always complaining about everything all the time and everything. Mm-hmm. But... It seems like it would be really nice just once to get a casting decision that makes everybody go, "Yes, perfect." Finally. That, you it's know, why didn't we time. think of that? And this wasn't really it. And Mm-mm. 
you know, so I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I mean, and that's just how it is. Nobody was like, oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Pattinson. But I don't necessarily think he'll be bad. I'm Okay. He can't, nobody can be as bad as Clint. I'm sorry. I think Jack just farted. So prepare for that. This little dude's farts are rancid. I'm well, sorry. He's a dog who eats dog food. I'm just, being a puppy dad is hard. I know. Ugh. Anyway. But I, I'm sure that, I, well, I know for a fact he has the chops. I mean, I saw him in Remember Me and Water for Elephants, and I know he's not Edward anymore. But it's just, let's say we'll see. All right. Okay. Speaking of a odd choice and runner-up for a revision reboot of a character, have you heard that it was Charlie Hunman? Hunnam? Hunman. Hunman. No, Hunnam. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. Is made popular in Sons of Anarchy is a front runner to be the new Wolverine. Um, what are your thoughts? I mean, I think he's got the look for it for sure. But isn't he already like in his forties? He is like mid forties. I mean, truthfully, I think he'd make a better Oliver Queen. Yeah, <laughs> in the I mean, movie like, version of don't they want to maybe. If this is going to be a Wolverine that we're going to have around for a while, you'd want him to be a Which little is, bit younger. Again, going back, I'm sure that was Reeves' belief in casting Pattinson, because Pattinson is not 45, 50 years old. Yeah. He can be around for the long run. So, yes, Marvel, find a Wolverine that's along, around for the long run. Like, when they found Hugh Jackman, perfect timing. Mm-hmm. And... um. But if they cast, if they end up casting him as Wolverine, I'm not going to be. Mad yeah, I'm not going to be angry. Yeah. Um, I just want someone to do some justice to Wolverine uh, now that he was gone. So, staying in the Marvel universe. Speaking of the next big thing, we are seeing reports that hinting at Annihilus. Yeah, is the next big bad for yeah. I guess Phase Four. I also saw something that said it would not be that fast. It would be like a Phase Five type. Deal. So, so. He could be the Thanos. Yeah, the big bad. I mean, we'll have other villains, of course, yeah. but he's the one that we build to. I mean, his name says it all. Annihilation, he's trying to destroy. Yeah. So and he's one he's, of the... Kind of like Thanos was like a, a villain in the space aspect of the Marvel yeah. Universe. He is as well. So is he a Fantastic, Fantastic Four Fantastic Four, uh, you know, Nova... Yeah, the Nova Yeah, part. he's like a Nova villain at some point, too. Well, speaking of Nova, there's a deleted scene, apparently, that's going to be in the Endgame DVD that has Thanos beating Nova. Hmm. Like, they introduced Nova. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, like, that was just... Well, I can't wait to see Doing some Russo Brothers research. Speaking of Russo Brothers, it, even yeah. more news. Yeah. <laughs> there's reports of uh, Magic the Gathering, and speaking of anime, before, your friend yes. who talked about anime. Yes. Uh, an anime series on Magic the Gathering directed or written by or both. The Russo Brothers. The Russo Brothers, who were the ones behind the success of... Endgame. Endgame. Infinity War. Most of the Marvel Universe. Most of the Marvel Universe. And I can honestly say I never played Magic. Yeah, I don't know Never got into the card games. Um, I know there was a show. I'm pretty sure. I don't know anything. No, there wasn't a show. about it. There's so many different card games. I don't know. It's a big deal. It's a big deal in yeah. uh, some nerd cases. And uh, so, yeah, the Russo brothers will probably make it really good. Um, finally, 
Goodness, getting to the end of the nerd news. We've got some Potter news. Yeah. New Harry Potter short stories. J.K. Rowling uh, announced earlier this past week that she's uh, releasing four new short stories. There were some headlines that said books. It was so was misleading. Like, no, 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 no. Uh, stories. That's uh, clickbait. Yeah. That's all it is exactly. is clickbait. It's, it's kind of like all these um, reports that when the whole Pattinson thing was going around, like... You would see one sort like Vanity Fair was the first place to break the news that Pattinson was a front runner with uh, the guy who plays Beast in Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. They were the two front runners, and they he were was doing... also in About a Boy. Do you remember that? Yes, that was him. I remember About a Boy. Yeah, um, and Warm Bodies. Yes. Um, and in all honesty, I I do appreciate the fact that Warner Brothers went so far as to have them screen test in the suit in some different scenarios those are the final two that came out i'm really happy that they went that that route but all the news things that were passing around like you'd see different stories and it would be like battinson is a thing when it was never confirmed it was just mm-hmm. clickbait yeah. and then if you were to go into the story it'd say reports are saying that he's a front runner but your your article said confirmed but your 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 article saying Front runner when your little headline said confirmed. These said books. Right. And I believe I sent it to you going, oh my gosh. And you said, chill, chill, calm down, bro, yeah. whoa, whoa. It's, <laughs> That's exactly what I said. Yeah, it's, it's short stories yeah. on Pottermore. Yeah. So, still exciting. Very much so. Um, I, uh, I don't know much about the whole Pottermore universe. Like, I haven't. Uh, I haven't followed that read, in a long I haven't time. Followed it since probably the end of everything. Yeah. Um, but uh, it'll be exciting. Yeah. One day we'll we'll talk more about some Harry Potter stuff. Absolutely. Because sure, that that universe isn't ending yet either. No. Nope. And probably Fantastic never Beast will. Three so. is going to be a thing. I guess. So. Yeah. All right. So, dude, it that's you know that's all the news that we wanted to focus on. I know there's more out there. That was a chore. That was that was a long list. Only imagine what there will be next week. I know. It's gracious. Like I said, man, it's a uh, fun time to be a nerd. But what's even more exciting is our next segment, the first of many, I'm sure. Um, But it is our first case of nerd court, and uh, it's we're starting with a big one, man. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, I'm going to go ahead and say, listeners, I know I'm in the minority on this one. I know I'm in a vast minority around the world. You'd be surprised, though. There's a lot of hateful people in the world just like you. Sure. So, I believe we should establish some ground rules. All right. Um, Until we really get a feel for how the audience feels about nerd court, I say we start out with simple rules. A right. couple minutes, you state your case, and then we'll discuss. Now, maybe further on, if we do a debate again, maybe we can have objection rules. But sure. you never know. And with this nerd court, it being our first one, uh, we'll oh wait, have... okay, gosh, Proceed. so sorry. Um, we're going to leave it up to everyone at home. 
or right. on their phones or however they're listening. After we pleaded our case, we'll discuss a little bit and then we'll leave it up to you. There will be a poll on our Facebook. Yes. And I I I know that like I said Vote for me. Vote for I, me. <laughs> I know I'm probably gonna lose the poll, but I have to get this off my chest. And maybe I'm not trying to sway people, I'm trying to show people Make us understand how you feel. Make you understand how I feel and why I feel. Okay, well that's the way I do. I would I, good because yeah, I don't understand. Keep it I don't understand it. I don't get it. So I know. I know. I hope that this proves to be insightful. And I put it in some words. So, well, let's hope all all clean words, of course. Good. <laughs> um, or PG for the most PG. part. PG, PG. So I guess uh, you want me to go first since I'm the. Uh, the prosecution. Well, let's go ahead and make sure everyone understands what the question is here. Okay. What what the what debate the is. issue on the table? Is. Yes. Um, I believe that Disney has gotten too big. It is a monopoly, and I think it is negatively affecting and going to affect entertainment. And my argument is that Disney is wonderful and amazing. Uh, everything they do, they do it well. And they're a great company, and they do a lot of good things, and they bring a lot of happiness and joy to a lot of people. So, I will not stand by any of this uh, <laughs> negativity about Disney. So, shall so, we begin our first session of Nerd Now, do, do you think that we need to pull, like, a time to kill? I mean, do we have to talk in Southern lawyer accents like, I object, Your Honor. Well, you can do that if you want to sound <laughs> ridiculous, but I'm just going to speak normally. Okay. So, I guess I'll go first, and then you're the defense. You can state your case, and uh, maybe we'll discuss a little bit about it. So, shall we begin? Let's begin. Nerd court. I was just seeing how fast you were. All right. So, and again, I know I'm in the minority. I know that Disney fans might think this is a fantastic thing, Disney having control of so many intellectual properties. It gives them way too much power in my mind, and way too much influence. Way more than any company ever should have. They constantly pump out nostalgia-pandering media that the public eats up, me included. Original ideas are starting to tank in my mind. Corporations don't want to take risks or new properties anymore. Just cash in on what is already established. Disney owning everything, combined with their lack of originality that I have seen, is only going to cause giant stagnation in the entertainment industry. And if you were to compare how much they cash in on established franchises already, compared to their new Disney original intellectual properties... It might sound like a hyperbole, but I think it's a 50 to 1 ratio. But even if you don't believe that ratio, you have to say there is an undeniable gap in between original Disney ideas and already established that they have bought. Disney's buying everything, and due to that over-reliance on established franchises, it will be bring an era of stagnation like we've never seen before in the entertainment industry. And I go back to a Batman quote. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. When Walt Disney died, he left us with a killer legacy in Disney. But I think it has become a villain slowly. It has become a villain in my eyes to entertainment, because it has outgrown what he originally... And I understand if you can dream it, 
you should always chase those dreams like he's always saying. But that's why I call it the Empire. And I know you don't like that. But Disney's also a corporation intent on making money. So they don't want to risk too much. They don't want untested or untried properties. They want to remake all of their old properties. Every animated feature becoming a live-action reboot or sequel or f- the Skywalker franchise or, or the Marvel franchise or now they own the Indiana Jones franchise. And for goodness sake, they own the Simpsons now with the, prop- with the buying out of Fox. Creativity requires risk, something Disney is not, in my mind, apt to do these days. Also, in general, the lack of competition leads to complacency and distinct drop in originality in any business. We try to improve or risk. Why would you try to improve or risk if you have no competition? If you buy everything, you're your own inner competition. And finally, it makes it easier for them to choke out any any competition. If a DreamWorks or a Sony or a 20th Century or an, even a Netflix original, if they're unable to distribute these things, then they go out of business. Monopoly suppressed the development of new voices in entertainment. There would never have been room for Disney himself if there had already been a monopoly established. Part of art is competition and responding to cutting-edge voices, but those voices don't come out if it's all one voice. And I challenge you with this final challenge. Name something totally Disney original. Not Pixar. Not any of their acquired properties. Totally Disney original that they've released in the past five years. Oh, you actually want me to answer? Yeah, sure. Well, off the top of my head, I don't think I can. Okay. Prosecution risk, Your Honor. My goodness. Um... Very well done. I have to say, I'm not nearly as prepared as you are. I kind of thought I would just speak from the heart rather than <laughs> rather than read a script. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, that was a heel move. Very heel. But de- desperate times call for desperate <laughs> measures, I suppose. Um, so I was not really prepared for that at all. I just made notes, and I hope I can make sense of them about all the great things that Disney does and, and why I love them. I guess I will start out by saying that for me, and I think for a lot of a lot of other people out there too, we have a different perspective about Disney because we have children. And so I know how you know how much I loved all the Disney stuff when I was a kid. And now seeing my daughter, and we joke about me being a Disney guy and all that stuff, but we did not force Disney, Mickey Mouse, anything like that on my daughter. She saw Mickey Mouse on TV when she was like four months old. And this kid lit up, and it was the cutest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Okay, next time we go to Disney, Uncle Tyler needs to go so you can see what it's like when she sees Mickey Mouse and runs to him and hugs him and holds his hand and stuff like that. This kid's not even two years old, and she loves this stuff that much. So because of that, because of the joy that it brings to my daughter and the joy it brings to me by seeing that, I love Disney. Okay, so that's that's just one aspect of it. I think they're a great company they are huge yes massive but i think that 
there's nothing bad about that. I think they're doing a lot of great things. Like just uh, this past year, Disney gave more than $332.8 million to nonprofit organizations. And I know that's just a small fraction of the money that that company actually has, but that's more than what a lot of people do. And, you know, that's great, I think. Uh, since 2012, Disney has donated over 61 million books to schools and children, so that's really important to me as a teacher. Uh, April 5th of just this year, Disney and the cast of the Avengers donated $5 million to benefit children's hospitals. Uh, did you know that there is a Disney Worldwide Outreach Program that partners with Make-A-Wish, Toys for Tots, Boys and Girls Club of America, and other places like that? Uh, moving on from that, Simply, Disney makes people happy. You know, how many people don't look at Mickey Mouse and just feel warm, you know, happy feelings in their heart? If you don't have a soul, maybe. Okay. Um, out of the top ten highest grossing movies of all time, six out of the ten are Disney related. And seven if you count Avatar, but I don't think that Disney owned Avatar at that time. That mm -hmm. came along after with the mm -hmm. with the 20th Century Fox deal. But so six. Um, someone I know expressed their deep love of Darkwing Duck. Where mm -hmm. did that come from? Disney. Uh, we've talked a lot about when we were growing up. The Disney original movies, like every you know month or so, they had an original movie. We saw all of those countless times. They were great. Disney. Uh, someone else I know has a deep love of High School Musical because of some fond memories. <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> it's true, you know. And speaking of High School Musical, stuff like that has inspired hundreds and hundreds of kids to get involved with performing and theater and all that stuff because they loved High School Musical uh, when they were growing up. And, okay, the Marvel movies. Huge, huge success. Everybody is thrilled about the Marvel movies, right? Do you think they would have been even half as good without Disney backing them? Without Disney supporting them? No way. Not a chance. Because they tried that. If you remember, there's been all sorts of things. We had those Fantastic Four movies back in the day. At the time, to me, I didn't think they were so bad. But now if you compare it to what we have, it's like a sack of poop. You know? And... Not even back then. Recently, there was a Fantastic Four movie that they tried to do. It was the worst thing I think I've ever seen. So, mm -hmm. really, can you think of anyone who does superhero movies as well as Marvel and Disney have done? The DC, we even talked about how DC is not doing well. You know, if Disney, and what if, in a what if universe, if Disney had acquired DC instead of Marvel, don't you think the outcome would have been exactly the same? With mm -hmm. Disney, DC would have been on top, I think, and Marvel would have been kind of struggling. Mm -hmm. You know, my opinion may not be true. Um, okay, Star Wars—they own that. People love Star Wars. They bought Star Wars because they want to give us more of that. And yeah, of course, they want to make money off of it, and they're going to, and they know that they will. And so that's something people can oh, turn their nose up to. But yeah, you know, so what? We're getting Star Wars, and people complain about it. I know, oh, it wasn't, you know, good enough, or it was really bad, or whatever. You know, I'm just happy we're getting Star Wars, and there's plans of more to come. And let's be honest, they could have resurrected Carrie Fisher herself and made it a whole Princess Leia movie, 
and the fans would still not be happy. The internet would still be mad and complain and say how bad it was no matter what they do. And I'm sorry, that's really how I feel. The internet drives me crazy sometimes because they try to ruin things for everybody because they want to complain about everything. Sorry. Uh, Disney movies teach lessons, man. As Growing up as kids, we saw those movies and they taught lessons. They had good values in them. Themes of like... Family, friendship, acceptance, which is huge. There was this movie Zootopia mm. a few mm-hmm. years ago. Acceptance and mm-hmm. you know tolerance was a huge part of that, and that's what we need in this world right now, probably more than anything. Um, quality. Nobody has the quality that Disney has. Of course, nobody has the money that Disney has, but you know what? If they're the ones in that position, why shouldn't they give us these things? the Star Wars, the Marvel, the superheroes and all that. And I think part of the problem people have is like, you know, the internet guys and stuff like, oh, Disney, Mickey Mouse, princesses and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I get it. That's that's what it comes from and that's what people associate with it. But they've moved so far beyond that now. They're more than just a, a, a kid's entertainment company. They want to entertain a wider audience, people like us, which is why we have Marvel stuff, Star Wars stuff, which is good for everybody, you know. But, you know, they didn't Disney up Marvel. They made it the way it should have been. So, the defense rests. And I just tried to speak from the heart there. (laughs) Well, like I said, I guess we can discuss a little bit now. I, I don't disagree that they're a good company that do good things. And that they do these childlike things. But I'm going to go back to a point you said. um, Darkwing Duck. Was somewhat of an original idea. There was some Batman-esque feel to it. Oh, well, I wasn't even saying it as an original idea. I was just saying it's something you love. Then you said the Disney original movies. Those were fantastic because they were original. Yeah. I love original. I'm all about original. And I j- my Monopoly comment and the fact that they are relying on buying already established universes is the easy way out. And it's made it too big. Yeah. Well, I wasn't I wasn't debating that. I was just naming my points. No, I, I know. You know, I, I, know. I, do, I do have something to say to that. Yeah. Um, your points, I, I don't disagree with. I mean... I went to Disney as a kid. Our parents took us. I loved Space Mountain. And I loved the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and the Tiki Room. I mean, good God, to this day I can still sing that song. And when you go to Disney and you go on these rides, and I've said this before, and you know, our dear friend, he kind of teased me about it, but Disney does care about the details. Mm-hmm. The details that are just into that park, you know, when you see the characters or you see the castle, it looks like it walked right out of the movie. Yeah. Okay. Those kind of details. They do it right. Mm-hmm. And that's part of why you love it so much. Because it feels like you're in that those worlds that you grew up watching. You yeah. Know? But my take on it is, when is enough enough? What if we look up one day, or what if our kids look up one day, and everything is owned by Disney? 
Every entertainment outlet is owned by Disney. And there is no competition that breeds creativity. It's all under the same banner. Like right now you have Disney and Warner Brothers and Universal. They haven't bought DreamWorks yet, have they? Or do they own DreamWorks? No. They haven't bought them yet. That's Universal. Realistically, that's never going to happen. They're not going to own everything because some... Uh, genres, I guess you would say, are just never going to fit under the Disney umbrella. You mm. know, it just wouldn't wouldn't work. But I will say though that you know, I I kind of see your point about a lot of the things that they're releasing. It's not original, and that they're buying other properties and everything like that. I I guess I get that. But you know, Coco came out a while back. Was that based on anything? I don't know, but I I really I enjoyed didn't that. Coco. I thought Coco was great. Um, I I think they do have some stuff that's pretty original. Like, um, what was the one with the robot Eve and um, Wally? Wally was that something before? So I don't know. Short circuit. There are very few <laughs> things, man, that are actually new original ideas. I, I mean, mean and that's the formula true. for some of these stories is it's been repeated over I mean, and over. Yeah, again, that's true. Regardless yeah. of whether it's Disney or not. I mean, even High School but, Musical, Grease. I mean, you could easily say Grease. Yeah, everything. Romeo and Juliet. You can connect I mean, everything. You know what's that yeah. game about? Six Degrees of Kevin. Kevin like you can sort yeah. of do that with. Well, with I mean, anything. even the original ones we grew up to, like Snow White. It's like a grim story. Yeah, you know. So, so I I don't have a problem with them taking the animated movies and, and redoing everything. They're successful. People are really enjoying them. I've heard nothing but great things about Aladdin for the most part. Yeah, I'll um, go see it. So, and I'm stoked about The Lion King. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. I mean, and can we just thank James Earl Jones for living long enough to voice Mufasa twice? Kevin Smith or somebody was talking about how they got to hurry up and invent technology where they can just, like, record all sorts of different uh, sounds from James Earl Jones so that he can narrate things forever. For the eternity. Like, like make him a Siri voice or something. And he can just always... You know, narrate things even when he's passed on. Turn left. Yeah. So, um, but I, I, I don't have a problem with the remakes and everything. And you talked about nostalgia, dude. Nostalgia sells in anything. As wrestling fans, there's nothing like the Attitude Era, the '90s era of wrestling. Everybody loves that, and people still eat that stuff up to this day. You know, mm-hmm. nostalgia is a factor in anything, in, in any type of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know. There's a reason why Broadway musicals are revived every few years, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> and if well, you can be the best, why wouldn't you be that? So, well, those are our points. You know, I don't think we really set set out to win or lose because there are opinions. Yeah. And I guess, you know, we'll post a poll and, you know, you can vote on, I mean, how you want to say this? You know, who you agree with, you don't, or... You know, because someone could agree with your argument, but have my opinion. So I guess it would be who do you agree with? Yeah. Who do you agree with? Okay, okay. And we'll kind of summarize our yeah our we'll, we'll our state sides. our claim. Yeah. You know, like I agree with Tyler. Blah and blah 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 blah. Disney's monopoly has so. gotten too big. Yeah. So make sure make sure you listen to our arguments first. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Hear us out, and then feel free to vote. Absolutely. Please vote. Please vote. Uh, so um, I think that went pretty well. We didn't get at each other's throats. 
No, not this time. <laughs> not this time. Um, and so that was our... Are you ready? That... Nerd court is adjourned. 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 All right. So we did a little Q and A sesh. We wanted no theme necessary. We asked you all to just submit some questions of what was it? Random nerdledge. Sure. That we'll call anything it anything and everything. Anything and everything. And we've got we got a lot of questions here and. We don't want to keep your time. We're going to go through them as quick as possible, but answer them in detail. Um, Shannon asks, with the warm weather, finally here, Pokemon Go will obviously be picking back up again. What are your thoughts on it? Um, not for me, because I'm too lazy to walk around downtown. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to keep my same routine of stopping. I pull over. But I make a stop on the way home every day. Yeah. I get my Poke Stop. I catch one Pokemon to get my little streak thing going. Yeah, and that's it. And that's what all it was for me. Yeah, for a while. And I know that like our good buddy Logan says that in cities it's still a pretty yeah. big thing. <laughs> you know, when we went up to Atlanta, there were people still, still playing, getting yeah. together, and doing gyms and all that. Yeah, but seems like it's really dying. It's down. really dying here, and. So well, the problem I think with the Pokemon Go game is like there are only certain ones that ever show up, so mm -hmm. you never catch anything new, mm -hmm. hardly ever. So, yeah, I yeah. agree. Thank you for that question, Shannon. Andrew Alder asks: Is there a scene from a movie that scarred you for life? Still to this day, you're scarred by it. Hmm, that's a really good question. That is a good question. Yes. Um, uh, first Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, when uh, the girl's like flying across the wall and yes. the ceiling and everything. Uh -huh. Yeah, Getting that cut up. me up. Yeah, I didn't like that. Okay. That's a good answer. Yeah. Um, is that what keeps you out of horror movies these days? Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not so big on the horror movies, but yeah, that really scared me. Um, <laughs> I would have to say along the same genre of horror movies is... I got about halfway through the movie Hellraiser, and I honestly, I can't. Pinhead, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's not Pinhead. It's the two sidekick thing he has. It's like all very hellish, and it's just, it scarred me not because it scared me. Mm -hmm. It made me so uneasy. Yeah. That movie made me so uneasy that I never finished the series. Um, You know, this is going to be one of those answers that I'm probably going to get teased about, but I don't care. Because I was really young. Yeah. My cousin made me watch the Blair Witch Project. It scared me to death. Well, yeah. And, like, we had a big wooded area behind my grandmother's yes. house that we would go and play in all the time. Mm -hmm. I was scared to death to be in those woods. I was like, <laughs> the Blair no, Witch. Don't, even say, don't even say the name of the Blair Witch because She'll she's be going to come get us. <laughs> but I, I remember that, like, the last shot of that movie where you see the guy standing with his face to the wall or something and... Oh yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. the Blair Witch would line He's him up in the corner, the put him before. in the corner. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like that. Yeah. And then like they found the the dude's eyeballs. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? I remember that. All that stuff really. I remember me. that was a big deal because after they found the footage, those three like tried to stay off the grid and disappeared for a while to make yeah. it seem like it was real. Yeah. Um. But yeah, thank you for that question, Andrew. That was the first like found footage type movie, yeah. wasn't it? And yeah. then. The Paranormal Activities came out, and oh, there's so many now. Right. 
Um, Brian asks, in your opinion, is there another director alive that can capture the same type of film magic that we 30-somethings, he's not saying his real age, got to experience in our childhood? For instance, the John Hughes, the Spielbergs. Where are these guys, and when are they going to make those types of films? Well, when I'm in my 30s, I'm not going to say my real age either, because after that, what's the point? What's the point? I'm just kidding. Um, Yeah. Hughes was a fantastic director. Young Spielberg stuff, I mean, he changed the game uh, with Jaws and E.T. and all that. So I think it's a really subjective question. I mean, it, well, he did say in your opinion, didn't he? Yeah. Um, I think it depends on what, what interests you and what you like. I think because, the Duffer brothers are fantastic. Yeah. And Sean Levy, they're killing it with Stranger Things. I'd right. like to see them tackle a DC movie. Mm, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Tarantino's great. But, yeah, but not in the same way. Not the same it's light. not the same. Like, it's huge. Magic. You know, that's like Home Alone and Breakfast Club, and and all those great late eighties, early nineties movies. There's really nothing like that mm-hmm. nowadays. I think you can make the argument that that was just kind of what was popular then. Yeah. Those those teen movies, you know, Breakfast Club and Pretty in Pink and Sixteen yeah. Candles and all that stuff. That was what was popular then, and now what's popular is the superhero stuff. Yeah. And I think. That's what people are going to remember about being, you know, being a kid in the, you know, 2019. I remember Avengers and superheroes and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I totally different feel, and I know that's not yeah. the answer he's looking for, but yeah. that's the only way that I can really, yeah, yeah, connect th- those things because yeah, we I don't. Understand. It's just not the same anymore. Absolutely, not necessarily bad, but just different. Christian asks. Tyler, did you enjoy Titans? Josh, do you plan on watching it? Also, love the podcast, and you all have the same duo name as 21 Pilots. Josh and Tyler. Oh. I like <laughs> well, 21 Pilots. Fun fact, we are the 21 Pilots. <laughs> yep. We are heathens. <laughs> um, I did enjoy Titans, and I believe you said this earlier, you're, you're I'll, planning on watching I'll, it. I'll get there sometime. <laughs> It's on the list. It's on the list. Madison asks... One step at a time. All right. Uh, Madison asks, do you consider the Joker a psychopath or sociopath? And I think we need to... We can... It's a tough answer. Because I think we've discussed this before. I think it's who performed it. And I mean, can you not say both? Each both. I mean, for instance, Nicholson, sociopath. Ledger, psychopath. And he's both. I mean, he's obviously got the social game down to keep Harley under his... Yeah. As much bad as he has been so, to her. like, Arkham Asylum Joker psychopath? Absolutely. And then um, Death in the Family uh, comic Joker? Yes, sociopath. sociopath. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's a good answer. It, yeah, just, it depends on which version it is. But I would, I would... I'd make an argument that he's both. Yeah. And I think we'll talk more Joker once we finally get close to the film and we'll see it and uh, I'm very excited for that favorite villain Uh, Josh asks not this Josh different Josh asks who is the best Harry Potter character and why Snape why he's the true hero of the story because if he if he wasn't in the position that he had been in all that time and you know working with Voldemort and everything, things would have turned out 
a lot differently. Yeah. And the fact that we grow to hate him over those seven books mm-hmm. and eight movies and come to find out he that swerved you. he was just a man in love and he was a true uh, hero, mm-hmm. you know, makes you love him. He did everything Dumbledore asked him to do. Yeah. I also love Dumbledore because when I was younger reading those books, anytime Dumbledore was around, I felt like Safe. everything's okay. Everything's, everything's okay. all right. You know, we're, we're going to get out of this. And then when he was gone, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no. I am so uneasy now. <laughs> um, my favorite quote from every Harry, any Harry Potter movie is when Dumbledore says, for light can be found even in the darkest of places, or happiness can be found even in the darkest of places, if one only remembers to turn on the light. Yeah. That's my favorite quote ever, and it's a Dumbledore quote. Mm-hmm. And but I've said, oh, my favorite, best character, and why I really love Sirius uh, and love Lupin. Sirius. Gosh, I love most of them. That's hard. I, can I an unpopular one? I really love Gilderoy Lockhart. He was probably my favorite of the <laughs> of the In and Out professors. Sword? I haven't got a sword. This boy does though. He'll give you one. <laughs> I loved Lockhart. Yeah, I love good. those obnoxious characters like that. Great though. question. Yeah, that was good. Tara asks, "This is a three-parter. Oh Which MCU film do you consider the best?" We'll go ahead and answer that now. Uh, in game, I would say. I would but say mm. before that. God. Before that, I would say you'd say Into the Spider Verse. That's not MCU, dude. They're not MCU. That's Sony. What are you thinking? Do I even nerd? Do you even nerd, bro? <laughs> um, I have Sam game. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Ragnarok. Yeah, Ra- oh, yeah. I think Ragnarok might be my favorite. And I was thinking today, like, if I had to pick a top ten of the MCU, I don't know that I could do it. And ten's a lot. Most people are like, oh, your top five or your top three. Ten would be difficult. Dude, I don't know that I could do ten. I just love all of them. They're great. I love them all equally, almost. <laughs> I even love <laughs> equally Iron- on the same side. <laughs> I even love Iron Man too, and people hate on that one all the time. I liked it. I liked it. All right. Her second part is why was Cap worthy? Hmm. I I just think he's pure of heart. Yeah, he was um, the best on I, a human level of all of them. Yeah, like honestly, you would think. In Thor, when he says that, whosoever, that it'll always be Thor, you wouldn't think a human could be that worthy. And I think it shows that he truly, aside from knowing the secret of Bucky, um, he's just selfless, courageous. Um, yeah. And I think that goes back to the first Avenger movie. I mean, he jumped on the grenade when he was still a scrawny first Captain thing. America movie. The first Avenger. That's what I'm saying. The first oh, Avenger. Okay. Yeah. Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, still scrawny. Hadn't had this serum yet. Jumped on the grenade to save everybody. Right. And I think that's why he's worthy. I agree. Uh, do you ever refer to Rotten Tomatoes? No. No. I can't stand that. I do get system. excited when something's coming out and, you know, it says, oh, it got a 90... Certified fresh. I get excited about it, but I don't ever go look don't at it. Base, I don't seek I out don't, anything yeah, from it. I don't seek out and I definitely go see it regardless the of what they say. Yeah. Um, but I believe there's a bias in, <laughs> in Rotten Tomatoes. Zach asks, this is a three-parter, what kind of food do you nerd out to? 
What? What kind of food do you nerd out about? Think like, what's I'm... your favorite food? What's your? Oh. I've got. Oh man, I just I could oh. go for. A... Well, we both enjoy a good taco. Well, I don't know if you know this, but they used to call me Taco Tyler. Okay, false. No one has <laughs> ever called you that. Wings are good too. Yeah, I have to go with tacos. I think so. Yeah. That's like our pre-movie uh, tradition, too. Yes, it is. Yeah. All right, so this was a bit of a long one. What is an obscure date in a movie that would be fun to watch at a certain time of year? Nothing obvious, like Pearl Harbor, Independence Day, or holiday movies, but something like if you were to watch Forrest Gump the day he started running, which was July 5th. Uh, Zach's big on dates, apparently. We know this because the night before him and Jenny were watching 4th of July fireworks for the Statue of Liberty. Most people would think about it, wouldn't think about it or make the connection, but it's there. What's one for you guys? I watched Back to the Future um, when he goes back. Is it like September 22nd or October 22nd? October 22nd. I don't know. Well enough to know. Because in 2015 we... Had Back to the Future Day. Um, my answer to this question is no. I don't have one of those. Okay. I I can see what he's saying though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my only thing is like May the Fourth, but I don't yeah. really think that counts. I don't yeah. think that's really what he's asking. He's talking about something like within the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I don't. Like if you would happen to be watching on Fifth of July when Forrest starts running, and you're like, "Hey, yeah. it's the Fifth of July." Um, his last part is. This episode will air, which means he listens, on Wednesday, which is Ferris Bueller Day. What is your favorite moment of the movie? Bueller. 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 Um, That's probably everybody's favorite part. Yeah. My favorite part is when Cameron, uh, like, does the voice of, of... you listen to me. Right? Oh, yeah. And he has the principal on the phone. I like when they put the car in reverse to try to take the miles off and of it. And he flies out yeah. the back. And he's just, I'm dead. Yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> just, part. Um, you know thanks. that dude went on to be in uh, Spin City? Did you ever see yeah. that show? He was also on Twister. Oh, yeah. The movie Twister. And, of course, Matthew Broderick went on to be Leo. Leo and yeah. the voice to Grown Up Simba. Simba. And a Broadway star. Um, KW asks... What happened to Coulson? They brought him and others back for a series and have done so much with him, but what now? I did not watch the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I got show. to season three. That's uh, about where I got, and I was like, I can't this do bad. this anymore. This is bad. Okay, and that's proof that I'm not a suit, by the way. Okay, I just criticized Marvel and Disney, I guess you'd say. Yeah. So, not a fan of that show. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. I love Coulson, though. I, I wish they'd bring him back in the movies. Yeah, I wish they would. Um, last question, and certainly not least. Your good buddy... No. ...asks... <laughs> first, Josh, have you finished The Flash? I know you're probably behind me. Which <laughs> he just answered. He's not finished with it yet. He knows I'm behind <laughs> because we talked about it. Do you think he has another, a two-parter after that? Do you think the hype that social media is at, it has given us too much power, i.e. the UT coach search, Game of Thrones uproar, and even the literal redo that Sonic the Hedgehog has done because of angry fans? Yes. Well, I want to say yes because I've already touched 
on many times the fact that the internet drives me crazy. It's like mm-hmm. no matter what, we complain, and it's you know we're never happy with anything. It seems like, um, and whatever. I just disagree with that. Um, it's like we're finding reasons to hate it, and but in in that same light, it, it has given us a power we used to not have. Like, do you think that? Ten years ago, when we didn't have this kind of social media, that we could write enough angry letters no. to a movie no. that where they'd say, "Listen to them; they want this." They'd no. be like, "Forget you all." Because trending is a thing, you know. Yeah. it makes it you know everybody sees it and everybody mm-hmm. knows about it. And a lot of people, like you say, formulate their opinion on what they've seen on the internet. Yeah, I'm telling you that's true because I've encountered it more times than than you could you could imagine. Yeah. And his la- and we'll actually. Uh, I'm almost finished with Game of Thrones. We'll get to that within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm to the point now where I'm done being a martyr for Game of Thrones. <laughs> like it's relentless. Nobody, nobody wants to wants to accept the truth. <laughs> All right. His last part of the question is: Who do you think will be the character or faction to fill the Iron Man gap that ushers in the next phase? I want to say Spider-Man, but he's still pretty young. I think um, Wolverine. I think he could be that next. Yeah, but it's going to be a while before we get to him, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know Cap's gone. Iron Man was the first movie in the MCU, yeah. and he was, and he was num- kind of the number one hero in the end. So, uh, Big shoes to fill. Yeah. I think it'd have to be a new character. I don't think uh, and be... I think that it's going to be a while before any X-Men stuff comes into play because speaking of X-Men perfect segue here next week on the show yes we're gonna talk about I'm excited the Dark Phoenix the newest uh, installment in the X-Men franchise final final finally the final one Mm. Uh, not that I haven't enjoyed these movies but I'm ready for them to wrap it up and let's put the X-Men where they belong Mm -hmm. in the MCU so couldn't agree more we're gonna talk a little bit about the movie Um, we're gonna go watch we're planning to go see it yes and we'll we'll discuss what we saw in the movie so Mm -hmm. you know spoiler alert on that ahead of time and I'm also wanting to talk a little bit about the X-Men animated series. Yes. I want to talk a little bit about the um, the X-Men movies from the early 2000s, the yes. Patrick Stewart original ones. Yeah. So lots to talk about there. But, man, you know what? This has been, it's been good a jumbo ex- episode of the show. It is. Our longest one yet. But yeah. a lot of good conversation. So uh, let's... While we leave the people, let's tell them how they can keep in touch with us. Absolutely. Uh, until we then. have the social media platforms. We are on Facebook. Like us. Um, we are on Twitter and Instagram at 30andNerdyPod. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel where the podcast and maybe some behind-the-scenes stuff will get posted. Uh, we, you can also subscribe to us on iTunes, Google, and we are now on Stitcher. That is how you can listen to us. We're still making moves. We're going to be on other apps. But iTunes, Google, and Stitcher are the main way to listen to us Please right now. Please subscribe. Please hit the subscribe button. Hit the, the when you see the stars there, hit that fifth one. Hit the fifth one. The, the full Far five. right, on the far right, the fifth one, that's the one you want to hit. That's the one you want. That's Leave the, us a review, you know, uh, and a five-star uh, rating. Yeah. And, man, uh, like I said, it's been, it's been a long conversation. Ooh. It's been a big discussion. It's been our best, biggest conversation yet. 
And I'm just tired of looking at you. I know you are, jerk. So. And so, uh, what do you say we uh, snap the old finger on this one? We'll do it. And uh, we'll see you next time. So, later, nerds. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth!